0: Welcome Univator, to another episode of Disputed, where two fictional characters go head to head armed with only their armed with only their advocates, and you will decide the outcome. Everything is disputed. Oh yeah.
1: Alright, alright. Oh man. You know, just living the dream. Just, uh, I, I, you know, I, uh, it's good to be back, man. I'm, I'm happy to be back at it. And, uh, I think tonight's, uh, tonight's show is going to be wonderful. That's just my opinion. It's going to be seriously dope. Yeah. Uh, you know, tell people who you are, my friend.
0: What's up, nerds and blurds? I am Damon, father of two, husband of one, and the Vern Troyer of the Disputed Podcast. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> you may know me from such podcasts as Damon does, A Different World Pod, and In the Stack, The Library Podcast.
1: Well. I guess that makes me the uh, the, the Mike Myers or Doctor Evil of the show here. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, Demont and uh, welcome to our adjudicators. I am Dean. Uh, you can find me on so many podcasts. I've I think I've lost count. You can find us all on uh, Podskier. com. But uh, so we've got uh, Disputed, we've got podskear, we've got uh, How Are You Now, the Letter Kenny Podcast, we've got uh, the Boondocks Podcast, which I produce, uh, and we've got. Uh, dispute and now we've got the wandering type podcast uh which is about jack reacher so oh it's uh so <laughs> i you know i had to stop myself from creating another one about our flag mean's death <laughs> it was that was a close one that's a good show
0: you got a problem man
1: i do i do oh, it's an addiction got to feed got to feed it
0: hey, hey, what you got on what you got on that podcasting <laughs> Yeah, guys. yeah. So uh,
1: <laughs> I, I just, I want to keep making them. And then when Shorzy comes out, I'm going to be doing that alongside, uh, you know, pro, I know the produce stand will be doing it, but I'll be, uh, doing that with, uh, with Tiara, uh, breaking that down in the, we'll be doing that in the, the, uh, the, how are you now podcast, but.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, really? You're no, I'm, I'm
1: not creating part. a separate one. No, there's
0: no reason to it's
1: part. It's the, it's all family. So.
0: Right, right. It's the, it's the, uh, Letter Kitty universe. Now. Exactly. The, the LKU.
1: <laughs> oh man. So, uh, last episode was our seeding spectacular where we arranged all these fighters into 16 different seeds. Uh, does that mean one is better than two? No, that's why we're here. So Demond, why don't you tell us what we're doing in this episode?
0: Well, this episode brings disputes between the earliest martial arts masters ever seen on TV and film, and these are these are two dudes that I grew up on, and I, I guess that shows you how old I am. I guess oh well. So who are these spin kicking? I have you put words on this. Script. I have no idea what to say, and I don't appreciate it. Who are these spin kicking spin kicking ass kickers? You ask. Only two of the most sought after and well known fighting experts in all of TV and film Kato from the green Hornet and Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my,
1: this is going to be a good one. I'm so excited. Uh, what do you say? We, uh, introduce our advocates for the evening. Shall we? Let's let's. Our first advocate today hails from Dallas, Texas, where he drinks guava juice like it's going out of style, and his bubble gum game is strong. Yeah, you can uh, you can call me or Ev, but tonight we're gonna ask you to give it up for, ya boy, MC E Mazing. Yeah, baby.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, now everybody, uh, you may remember. Uh, that uh he was here before uh and he fought valiantly for black dynamite, and that was a great episode, so great and uh it is awesome to have you back uh so tell us who are you advocating for this evening, and what do you bring to the table?
2: well, first off i'd like to say thank you very much for having me back it's your boy m c e amazing um second off <laughs> husband of one. <laughs> that was funny <laughs> number three that intro was awesome all right that was like that was that was crazy good um i'm here to advocate for our boy you know who he is kato though basically the most important let's be honest the most important part of the green hornet team up i mean brett Reed, you know whatever right but kato we, they they call it the kato show everywhere else i mean you know you know what i mean there's a reason for that there's yeah. a good reason for it i mean you guys know i like like i also grew up on green hornet i mean it was like before my time but i grew up on it you know Mm. and uh i I don't know like i always thought that kato was really cool i didn't really realize how cool he was until i got older i'm like oh my god he does everything yeah anyway uh, i'm gonna save that for later once again (laughs) thanks a lot for having me back guys it's good to see y'all again man like uh like, it's real, real great to be here.
1: It's great to have you back. I miss the hat though, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, like, there were so many things I wanted to do. I wanted to wear the hat, but like, my headphones are too big, so I couldn't wear the hat, and I wanted to get a Kato mask, but my car broke down, so I couldn't go to the store to buy a Kato mask. It's <laughs> this, is, this, this is like the what you call. I'm like, all right, here I am. All right, I'm ready. Like, this is it, man. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, it's awesome great, it's time, great to have you here, man. Oh, man, you know, right. I'm, I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Damond, you ready to bring in our next advocate? Of course I am.
0: <laughs> it, it's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where he likes to compose weird songs in the bathroom. He's an author in Po Black Belt and the 2021. DDP Yoga, positively unstoppable challenge champion. Make some noise for Brian! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, the Devin intro. to my Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> <Who are> you- <laughs> Disney games will prevail. <laughs> yeah. uh, who- okay, Brian, who are you? At- That's another show, Brian. Who are <laughs> who are you advocating for this evening, and why?
3: As if he even needs me to advocate for him. You realize? Let me give. Let me bust some facts on you real quick. Let me just give you a little bit of knowledge. Are you aware that one? one individual has the ability to throw a roundhouse kick that can go through time and knock out a dinosaur? No, you don't know, because you can't know. The original one that you can't see, often imitated, never duplicated, the man, the myth, the beard, the roundhouse kick. Chuck Norris, a.k.a. Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger.
0: (laughs) it's
3: it, it barely it's it's barely even it, it shouldn't even be a contest if i'm being <laughs> fair i mean come on this is a guy that it's a 50 percent chance that he's probably impregnating everyone's sister all at the same time <laughs> i mean my god
1: i think wayne may have something to say about that
3: yeah well i mean <laughs> well that'll be a different
1: that'll be later on in the bracket hopefully yeah.
3: All I have to say is that Wayne had just better hope that the beard doesn't show up in Letterkenny at some point, because that's just going to be interesting. That's just going to be way too much in one spot.
1: Oh,
0: my God. We Uh, have created a monster. Yes. And that's what
1: I appreciate about that. (laughs) Uh, So uh, let's get into the rules here real quick for everybody. Uh The debate timing is as listed below. each advocate will get five minutes for their opening statement directly following their opening statement their their opponent will get a two minute rebuttal after that, Damon and I will ask each of you questions uh and there may be or may not be questions from the audience and we'll bring those in uh and then finally uh we'll have closing arguments for the both of you uh if you don't use all of your time, you can bank it uh and uh you can use it at a different a different part of your arguments uh and uh we Demond and I can choose to extend the time another 30 seconds at our at our leisure um now real quick Demond may have to leave at some point just because there's home stuff happening uh and if he does I will be able to take over and everything's good. So nothing's going to stop. We're going to keep going. Uh, But we're hoping he's going to be able to stay here. Um, So, Ev, being being that you've been here before and Cato has home field advantage, you'll go first. So um, if you're ready, uh, we will go ahead and start the timer. Uh, You're going to get five minutes and I'm hitting start right now hang on. I got to add it to the stream first. Oh, 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 Oh. give me, let me, let me get you back here. All right. Okay. All right. So, I mean,
2: loyalty, power, skill, technique. I mean, these are all the words that come to mind whenever, you know, you think of our boy Cato. right off the bat. I mean, this guy is like, you know, I can respect it. You know, when somebody, you know, if they're the center stage and they always have to be, but Cato is one of those guys that doesn't even have to be center stage all the time. He's okay. Just sitting in the background, being, being the, uh, the, the backup, being the sidekick. And that goes, goes to show how much character he has. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, like, stepping out of the metaphor uh, for a second here, like <laughs> Bruce Lee's already beaten Chuck Norris already, right? Like, I, like we all, we've already seen it. We've all witnessed it. But, you know, we don't necessarily need to bring that into this. Like, so we'll just make it a – we'll just uh, do a repeat here. But, like, Kato, I mean, is amazing. Kato doesn't even need to use guns. He's like, you know what, man? I don't, I don't need guns. I don't need guns in any capacity. And if I need to go long range, I'll just, like – pick up a pick up a draw with my foot and kick it at you or i'll kick a lamp at you or i'll throw a dart at you like i mean he, like how crazy is it like you can you have a gun and you're at a disadvantage because you're like yeah man i got a gun and he's like i'm kato bro what are you talking about i mean let's like they like i said man it's the kato show like regardless for, forget about the title calling it the green hornet it's the kato show right Anytime Vrit reads like, you know, oh yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a news newspaper man and I'm you know doing this, that, and the third. But the minute he puts that mask on, like you might as well he might as well not even be there. Cato does everything. He does all of the heavy lifting. He is like he is arguably the best, like the most powerful character in that universe. Like he just he's in the bravery. Have you ever seen a man drive straight into a laser beam with a car? Have you ever seen that? <laughs> I tell you what? if you watch the Green Hornet TV show, you saw it. This man traveled all the way back to his sh- to his temple to defend it from a whole country from from like from a whole army. Can you believe that this m- once again not using guns? you know what I mean? The only time you' would like I tell you if you see Cato holding a gun, it's a disguise. I'm telling you he's just trying to fool you you know it's it, it's it doesn't matter, man like Cato is is the pinnacle, I would say, of like, of style, technique, loyalty, bravery. I mean, what more do you need to know? I mean, this guy has it all. He has it all. Plus, like, he dresses so sharp. I mean, come on, man. In, in the entirety of the Walker Texas Rangers show, have you ever seen any outfit that he had even come close to half of the drip that Cato has every single episode? No. There, there's never been come on man like i mean at this point cato's just punching down man i don't really have much more to say about this <laughs> i think like think like the like the evidence speaks for itself
1: all right is that's that it that's it all right you're gonna uh, bank a minute 40 oh yeah all right and uh so brian if you're ready for your rebuttal i will go ahead and start the clock here give me a sec while i get you all right go ahead
3: well, all of that sounds all really well and good, but how can you advocate for your boy when he tied a kid wearing panties and a moccasin? How? how? He, he, he tied the, weak, the weakest of all the versions of Dick Grayson. All he could do was force a tie. Nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Let, let's go more into the fact of the matter that, all right, yeah, Cato doesn't use guns. That's all well and good. But you know what? Every now and again, when you're not going up against, you know, comic book villains that are trying to be overtly and outrageously cartoonish, when you're going up against real criminals, you know what? Sometimes you have to pack a little bit of lead on your side, but it's never the first option because Walker goes. He tries to be diplomatic. He tries to be the nice guy. He tries to speak on it. And then when you ain't listening, that's when you probably going to catch a roundhouse kick or something even worse like that hidden fist under that beard. And, talking about, and you want to talk about loyalty, <laughs> honor, dignity, respect. The man is a Texas Ranger, the creme de la creme of law enforcement in the state of Texas. Not to mention the fact that the Texas Rangers are so well respected, they named a baseball team after them. They e- they're, they're even some of the t- top law enforcement in the country. Wish they could be Texas Rangers, but they can't. And I recognize the greatness, and I'm not even from Texas. I've never even set foot in Texas. Third, furthermore, yeah, there's something to be said about a cat that's happy to sit in the shadows, but it's also someone that maybe is afraid to take on the responsibility of being the guy. If you can out, If you are outshining your boss, but you're not willing to step up and be a boss yourself— that means you're just too afraid to be the man. Walker.,
1: well, I will give you we'll finish your idea there.:
3: Walker, don't have to be afraid to be the man. He's been the man since Zygote. All right.
1: Now, if you're ready for your opening statement,:
3: Oh, I'm beyond ready for my opening
1: statement.: All right, so let's, uh, let's get it going.
3: Walker. Texas Ranger, Cherokee father, Irish mother, this is a man who from day one has learned what it takes to have honor, dignity, courage, respect for others, especially his enemies, never runs in half cocked, even when the stress level is absolutely at his highest. That is when he shines. And we're talking about, we're not talking about, uh drip and how they dress and blah, blah, blah. This is about who's bopping, baby. Who cares how they dress? <laughs> not to mention the fact that there are cats that wish they could have a beard like Walker's cat. <laughs> the beard is all it is. That's all that's needed. And every now and again, you know what? You can have dress jeans and they still look fly, okay? The fact that Walker could just walk into any club With cowboy boots, jeans, and a flannel, and you know he's walking out with pockets full of numbers if he wants them. So if we want to go with style, Walker takes it. That's number one. Number two, Walker, he is a leader, okay? When he has to take a step back, he will take a step back. But when it's time to be the leader, when you need someone that's going in headstrong with intelligence, this is the man that you want to go for. Not to mention the fact, if you ever actually look at what it takes to become a Texas Ranger, you've got to be the best of the best of the best with honors. <laughs> okay? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a look at this, and this is actually on the Texas Department of Safety website. Each applicant must be a citizen of the United States in excellent physical condition, have an outstanding record of at least eight years of experience with a bona fide law enforcement agency engaged principally in investigation of major crimes. That is not easy to do. And to do that for eight years, there are a lot of people that get to within five years of a law enforcement background and they have to step away because it's just too much. Some people that stay with it, they take different paths, but to get there and to become a Texas Ranger, that is very very difficult to do and he's done it and he's maintained it furthermore he went off to vietnam and fought proudly and bravely and came back and he is so well adjusted to the horrors that he saw in war that he is able to keep an even keel tempered temperament even at the time frame when toxic masculinity was among its highest all right and let's not even forget the fact that walker has a lot to fight for when it comes to it a lot of times if you listen to some old um eddie murphy stand up where he says what he what would he say in delirious white can't. white guys can't fight black guys fight better puerto ricans fight even better and somewhere there's an american indian ready to kick someone's ass you know who that is walker texas ranger (laughs) He's got the fury of the ancestors because he lost his family. He lost his innocence due to white supremacists attacking his family. So, you know, for a fact that those roundhouse kicks are coming with just a little bit more fire when it comes down to it. And really, Walker doesn't have to hide behind a mask. Walker is who he is. He don't have to hide and he doesn't have to go. Yes, boss. No, boss. Do you want me to change the oil on the black beauty boss? No. Damn. Walker isn't a man servant. Walker is to quote the music of the great William Regal in the WWF. He's a man. He's a man. Walker, Texas Ranger.
1: Bam. All right. You bank a minute here. Uh, go ahead and pause that here. Uh, so great arguments, uh, so far. Uh, let's see. And then, uh, yeah, we get a rebuttal from, uh, E right now. So if you're ready, let's, uh, yes, let's go am. ahead and get that going.
2: Okay. So first off, let's, let's be hundred percent honest. They had to force that result. But the, um, was it? The, uh, result between Robin and Cato, because let's be honest, everybody wants Robin to win but he's not going to win against Cato. Batman would not win against Cato. Like, let's be 100%. Like, there's, like, he's just too good, first off. Second off, it's easy to be a good guy when you have the backing of the United States government. Like, let's be 100%. Like, you can, it's easy to walk around when you got the United States government behind you. You know what I mean? But let's take a look at what happened, what Cato and Green Hornet really do. I mean, they go out of their way to not only, they portray themselves as bad guys. As bad guys, knowing that people are going to hate them and vilify them, and the cops are going to be like, they're going to try to pull them over every single time. Every time, if you look in the show, every time the cops see them, they're like, "It's the Green Hornet! Get them! Get them! Tell get them!" Like every single time, bro. Like they, they, they really put themselves on the line, even if it means going against everybody else in order to make sure what it, like, they do what's right, man. Like, I mean, can Walker say that he does that on a regular basis? No. No, no, not on a regular basis. Like he, like they made a career, a career out of being low-key, like, like low-key, like, I mean, I'm I, like, there's so many times where he's had to go in, they've had to go in and pretend like they're making a deal with somebody just to like screw them over and like, and basically just take the whole thing, take the whole thing down every time, every time. And I mean, like everybody hates him, and they know that. They could drive around town knowing everybody hates them. People that are their friends in the the daytime, during the nighttime, they'll call the cops on them because it's Kato and the Green Hornet every single time. Also, the Drip, Walker, Texas Ranger, yeah, that'll do really well in Texas. You know, in Texas. Like, he's really great in Texas. But, mm, like, tell him to go to uh, the Green Hornet hood and see how well he does.
1: All right great opening statements, great rebuttals, demand. You have any questions for uh for uh, for E here?
0: Man. Um <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, so their fight, they um Cato and Walker are from two different time periods. If uh you know uh, the met uh the show meta wise side, yeah. Lee, okay yeah the met in uh, meta wise obviously bruce lee is gone so right. uh, bruce lee was gone when walker came out right but how do you think do, uh how do you think cato would would be how do you think he would do in a modern setting would and would he still be uh having to play yes a massa no samasa or would it actually be the cato show everywhere or would he be a warrior
2: you know, what the thing, the thing about it is I think that Cato would definitely be more of a central figure, I think, now. Um, I think definitely in a modern setting, Cato would definitely flourish. Like, he would have to be, like, an equal partner. with Green- And matter of fact, I would probably say that he'd have the Green Hornet and Walker Texas Ranger tuning up his car. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, <laughs> like he'd be like, oh, okay, you know, get to work, guys. You know, I'll handle Because, I mean, let's be honest. He needs to be able to focus on the work, the, the heavy lifting. You can't be worrying about the car all the time. I mean, think about it this way. He's worrying about all this stuff. He's, like, trying to make sure the car's oh, the cars right, making sure the – because remember, he's all he's the most important part of any plan that the Green Hornet comes up with, any plan that he comes up with. It's like, K, if Kato doesn't show up, I'm screwed. That's it. I'm done. So – I mean, can you imagine in a situation where like they have like advanced communications and stuff like that, better cars, you know, just like all this, all this tech, but, but he still wouldn't use guns because I mean, what does he need them for? Have you, if you, on the very first episode, dude is like, like Green Hornet sitting there trying to question a guy, guy says, I'm not telling you nothing. And he's like, oh yeah. looks at Kato. Kato just gives him the knife hand right here. Doesn't even touch him. He's like, all right, I got, I'll talk just the, like just get it like i'll talk that happens more than once in the show where he this is all it takes this is all it takes to get somebody to talk so i mean can you imagine like Cato going around like as a big boss and they just kind of like you have like the green hornet and he's just kind of like yo man take care of this and like man the presence right they just go, oh god it's Cato." yo listen i'll tell you whatever you want just don't hurt me like I'm telling you man like no time for diplomacy out on the mean streets, man.
1: I dig it. I dig it. All right, Brian. So Walker is a solitary figure, and uh, in, in a lot of his. I mean, I, granted, he has he has he has t- he has a team, and there's mm-hmm. been times when he's you know he's he's let them go on their own, uh, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, but if if he had to be. In Cato's role, how do you think he would do in, in that?
3: I think well see the thing is is that Walker, if we're going by the original um 60s Green Hornet, mm-hmm. it would that, that that's not a fair question because he wouldn't be the quote unquote manservant. They would be partners. Now, granted, that is a horrible aspect of that time frame. It's a horrible aspect of the time frame because I even mm. recognize for the fact that Cato should be should have been the guy. He absolutely should have been the guy. Mm. But I think that with Walker, if if he was in Cato's shoes at that point in time, that partnership wouldn't last, and Walker would end up doing his own thing. But also keep in mind, they're on two different sides of the law anyway. So if Walker were tra- if Walker were tracking down the Green Hornet. Green Hornet would be screwed. Because the bottom line is this Walker, with all the years of law enforcement as well as military training, the stuff that they're doing, Walker is going to be a couple of steps ahead of the game anyway. Because when you're a Texas Ranger, you have to be able to not only be reactive to crime, but you also have to be able to investigate. You have to be able to put yourself in those specialized positions to solve crimes. And I'll tell you the truth. Walker is gonna find the Green Hornet. He is gonna crack the code. He is gonna track down Green Hornet. And none of the none of the silliness that Green Hornet and Kato use is gonna out is gonna outlast Cordell. Like, honestly, and even if you eliminate the Green Hornet from the equation, because you know, T will take care of him. You ain't gotta be, you ain't gotta be a Billy Bob badass to deal with Britt. Brit ain't all that, and T will own Britt within a minute. Can we agree on that?
0: Yes, we can clever. definitely agree on Good. that. <laughs> yeah. So
3: now, so now you got Walker versus Cato, and eventually, what's gonna come up? Happen? This gonna be a knockdown dragout, no matter what. But at the end of the day, I think that Walker's gonna Walker's gonna end up winning it out one way or the other because I'm telling you right now, I'm surprised Cato ain't got more than a hernia trying to piggyback um, Britt on his shoulders all the damn time. <laughs> He's going to be spending all this time trying to save Britt and Walker's going to catch him. Period.
1: All right. Good answers, both of you. Uh, Anything else, Demond?
0: I, boy. I don't. I had a couple of jokes but I don't. <laughs> you know this has been too good. I don't want to mess it up with Oh no, it's no, it great. It's
1: fantastic. I mean, I I I will say this myself. I I I never watched either show. Uh I think I probably saw the uh, you know, I've seen clips of, of both of course. Um but yeah, when they were out, I mean, well I think uh, uh Green Hornet was on before I was just before I, I was born. Think-
0: yeah green hornet
3: green that, hornet was like mid-60s about the same time yeah. as the original batman
0: yeah. yeah they did a crossover that's I think yeah that's they, they, yeah the crossovers
3: familiar. were the crossovers were an attempt to uh be back the first crossover was an attempt at a backdoor pilot i see
1: yeah so i mean i'd i'd never s- seen either of them really uh so i'm learning a lot about them um you know i didn't i didn't really know uh Uh, walker's background or Cato's background oh Um, oh, i
3: do have one i do have one other thing too if i may if i may certainly um the thing is this as well being law enforcement in texas you're going to be dealing with the cartel and there's been a few times in the show that walker has gotten into some of that now granted I definitely understand the point of everyone hating the Green Hornet and Kato because their their crime fighting plan is a sound one. It is, but basically that basically what they're doing is they're snitching without snitching, which is actually a brilliant plan. That's <laughs> something that hadn't been done before. But Walker does his job as nope. law enforcement. No snitches. <laughs> there you go. Walker does <laughs> his job. That's Walker does his job as law enforcement despite the cartel could find out where he lives because it's public record. Not to mention the fact that even in some of the highest standard of policing, there are bad apples. There are people that have been bought off. So Walker is doing his job and doing it well, despite the fact that he could go home and have a Frank Castle situation happen to him. <laughs> So I think that's something else as well that Walker is able to do his job, do it with dignity and honor and respect and treat people with dignity and compassion until they attack. Mm. So he's not letting having to look over his shoulder, take him away from the job. And his partner is an actual partner. He's not a boss. That's an abatross. <laughs>
2: Albatross boss.
3: Yeah, Albatross boss.
2: Albatross boss. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you got a
1: response to this?
2: Oh, yeah, I do, actually. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, like, it's like he does have the issue of like having a basically a target on his back. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but like I said, he has the whole, the support of the entire, most, if not all of the entire like government behind him. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't it's, do nothing if they lay an ambush on you. <laughs> I mean, like, let's, let's be honest. Like, yeah, that's what, but in that case, then what we're saying is like in the Green Hornet case, they're even more behind the eight ball than Walker is because they don't even have like that to fall back on. They have none of, none of those resources. They don't, there's just them two. And then maybe like what, the DA? <laughs> the
3: DA and like Miss, and, uh, Miss Chase or whatever her name You're is. Don't forget like, one additional thing that they have that, that, that makes their life way easier. Britt's bank account. And he defaults on that so much. Walker ain't got Walker ain't got millions and millions. Not to mention the fact that Britt is also able, if he wanted to, he could spend the journalism as well. So he has an unfair advantage with he has the money and everything. And Walker takes care of everything without having the those finances because he's making an, a Ranger's salary. And granted, there may be you know, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The um budget that they work through? Yeah, sure, but it's not limitless. And he does everything he does within the confines of the law. All of his crime fighting is done within the confines of the law. He has to navigate through bureaucracy, red tape of the courts, all of that stuff. And he still gets it done. Because I mean, granted, yeah, it's a 90s TV show, but you know, Walker was never under suspension with uh, with pay over excessive force claims
2: I mean that's true but you know he has
3: to answer to people he has to be accountable
2: I mean yeah that's true but like uh, I guess but I mean we're more talking about like how effective they are I guess
0: well, that, I, that, that
2: is effective. If he can I still mean, do what he does. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, like, we're talking about, like, getting, like, really getting into the, like, fabric of, like, the criminal underworld. I mean, yeah, you catch a criminal, but you caught a criminal, and what happens? Another one shows up. You know what I mean? You're not really, like... That's what they. That's what
3: happens with the Hornet and Cato.
2: I mean, like we're talking about people who go like, "All right, I'm going to go for the boss. I know you. I know. Tell, bring me to who you're working for. I'll cut a deal with them. Matter of fact, let's get this guy involved too. We're going to do this deal. And then it's like you have like five people involved, and they're all like, "All right, we're going to do this. We're going to screw over the Green Hornet. And then what happens? The Green Hornet's like, "Oh, you got me. Oh wait, here comes Cato. Never mind. Everybody goes to
3: jail. You (laughs) know. And and once again, how? And then of course, here comes Cato. Absolutely. And then eventually, Cato, excuse me, Cato Pant trying to make sure his boss, his paycheck is safe. He takes a look to make sure Britt isn't dead yet. And now he catches a shank in the ribs. Mm-hmm. And how many times has that happened? Well, because the guy's name is on the damn show.
2: <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, how many times has he caught in a shank to the ribs? I'm just saying, like, how many times has that happened? I mean, how, many, has, times, it, how it, many times? has Cato not been
3: not been able to take care of himself and Britt? There's all, and you know what? That's the problem. There's all. If these two are going at it, if you so, have Cato, if you have Cato versus Cordell, if he's paying attention to make sure Britt is okay, Walker is a different kind of cat.
2: I would I would like to say that. You like Walker had better hope that that's the situation, and because, or maybe not, right? Because in a situation where they're going one on one, I mean, Cato's going to win anyway, right? But Mm. if like you have a situation where he's like sitting there and he has to take care of Britt, you maybe might have a chance, but you better win because if you don't win, he basically beats basically Cato beats Walker with one hand tied behind his back. Do do you Uh, think? Do do you do
1: you think? Do you think Green Hornet weighs Cato down? Um. I mean, if, I if, if Green Hornet did not exist, it was just Cato.
2: If Green Hornet did not exist. And so so Kato, now
1: this also takes away the Green Hornet money. Keep that in yeah. mind.
2: Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, Cato is basically an effective fighter without, like, I mean, like, he didn't get any of his fighting skills from the Green Hornet. He had all right. of
3: that mm-hmm. before he met him. So, but he's so he's not in the effective. fight, but he's not even involved in this without the Green Hornet. If the, I mean, Green Horn- if the Green Hornet doesn't give him a job, what's Kato doing? He's probably, he's either a bouncer or he's he's a Sifu. He's a Sifu somewhere. He's not fighting crime. I mean, maybe
2: he is, maybe he isn't. We don't know. But in the situation where he's a crime fighter, right, if he's fighting crime, then he's going to be way better at it than without the Green Hornet. I mean, like just that's just like the way it is. He's going to be able to um, go a lot faster. He's going to be able to fight a lot uh, a lot longer. He's not going to have to worry about anybody. So if you take the Green Hornet out of, I mean, let's like you said, Albatross boss, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like, he, he's like, whenever you see them in a fight scene together, it's pretty pitiful, right? I mean, you see like it's Kato such, jumping around, horrible. kicking people, like, it's you
3: know, terrible. just like, and then you see Brit just Man! Good work, Kato! But you know what? And I'll tell you this, though. So if Cato is fighting crime alone, he's essentially a vigilante. So let's just say if his exploits take him to Texas, he's by himself. Cordell Walker, who has an effective partner, now you've got an effective two on one. Cato will be overwhelmed. Because here's the thing you can be a great martial artist. Absolutely. But when the odds are not in your favor, that difficulty level is going up. Speaking as someone who is a first-degree black belt, has been studying for a majority of his life, when you've got two effective opponents coming at you that know how to work together in tandem, <laughs> tan, tandem, <laughs> <playing> <laughs> words, it makes it even more difficult. And the bottom line is, is that, Walker and T have that brotherhood with them that they are going to go through hell and back to ensure that the other one is walking out at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And Kato just, I mean, if the Green Hornet isn't there, Kato's by himself. It's a hell of a fight one way or the other. Walker and T ain't walking out the same way they walked in physically, but they are walking out with Kato in cuffs.
2: So, what that sounds to me like is like an, admit, an admission that Walker could not beat Cato by himself.
3: Oh, he can beat him by himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a
2: one on one. Because, like, here's what we the thing. Well, here, just here's said th- here
3: is no. that if
2: he's by himself and both of them fight him at the same time, they're both going, they're both going to be messed up, but they're going to have Cato.
3: But because at the end of
0: because
2: at the end of the day, so it would take two of them. No, two of no, them to be. Uh, I'm
3: giving uh, I'm uh, getting number one. I'm giving I get what you're doing. And that's, that's a good point. Like, I'm, the, just no, saying, no, like, I'm, I'm giving Cato like. his I'm giving Cato his respect, due. But the bottom line is, and let's be real. T might be effective, but T is not going to last long with Cato anyway. So at the end of the day, it is still going to end up being Cato V Walker. And we can, t- we, and you've got to take away the fact that Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris fought in a movie where Chuck Norris was the bad guy and bad guys always lose. You, I mean, honestly, I see, because the bottom line is this, Walker not only has the tongue sudo, but he also has the ability that when the fight comes down to a fight for life, he will default on that Marine Corps training. And I'm Sorry. Kato's chicklets are going to go flying in a nice, beautiful arc, <laughs> a la the mountain, catching, catching Din Djarin in and Westeros. God.
2: I mean, like when it, when it comes down to is like, yeah, like it would be a pretty rough fight. And I think like, yeah, it, eventually it comes down to like, yeah, like uh, a life or death kind of thing. But. Like I said, like that's every day for Cato and Green and that, Green. That's Hornet. every
3: day for a Marine. I would never want to go like that for a Marine.
2: The difference is, is that Cato has to babysit every single time. He's basically uh, playing, doing every single fight with a handicap. Every fight because Brett, because Brett just isn't effective. He just isn't effective. Like I'm telling you, and he's had to fight multiple people, not just one, not one, not two. Three, four people all at the same time with Britt, <clears throat> like so, having to take care of him.
1: So, so you're saying that Britt is a uh, minus two uh, NPC? Yes,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: just, just
2: being in the general area, like <laughs> minus two on every potato hat.
3: I have <laughs> never seen. Charisma. I have never seen an orko have his name as the lead character. Cause I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Britt Walker is Brett is about Orko in yeah. like the worst way. Like, but he and he's not the new Orko. Or- so you're had, gonna
1: have to explain Orko to me.
3: Orko from He-Man. He-Man
0: is this floating
3: magician that could never cast a spell properly.
0: Gotcha. Oh God, he's terrible. He is absolutely I, the worst. I he's- want to compliment you on bringing in as many IPs as possible <laughs> yeah. today.
1: How's you, He-Man.
3: <laughs> hey man my, my, I, hey I, my blurred card is always ready for inspection I love uh, it.
1: you guys are awesome i I could I I, I could let this go on but we can't, we can't let this go on it's I think it's I mean yeah uh, uh the this this horse has been duly beaded and, and I think at this time we're at the place where uh that the debate is really over And folks now need to go vote, which you can do at HTTPS colon slash slash disputed com slash Kato V Walker. That's K A T O V W A L K E R. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll have our votes open until, uh, until we get up to the next episode and we'll announce the, the winner of, of this episode then. So that'll, that'll be on our, on our next episode um, which, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you what that is in a little bit. So, uh, demand.
0: Wow. Um, uh, man, this was so good. This could, this could have gone another hour and I'd have been just have been verbal tennis. Like it was, it was, it f- I almost typed a note to Dean that said, man, this is actually a, turned into a verbal scrap the way y'all were getting into it. <laughs> I mean, you, we've got We've got the the man, the myth, Cato with uh with obviously a two hundred and who needs to lose about, oh, about 210, 220 pounds, versus Walker, who not only has the most epic beard, not only is he a, a Texas Ranger, he also <laughs> he also the Undertaker fend off Yokozuna in a casket match by spin kicking Jeff Jarrett with tight ass jeans on in real life. So we're talking about two epic, just colossal master giants of industry. I cannot believe this is the very first match. This is this, 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 this these next few months are going to be insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, and th- yeah, this is right in the middle of the pack right here. Number seated eight and nine. So, uh, yeah, th- this is, this is right in the middle of the pack. I'm looking forward to, uh, the highs and lows versus each other. And, and the closer we get to, uh, to the one versus 16, uh, which should be very interesting. Um, so, uh, guys, uh, Brian, since you're, you're new here, why don't you, uh, give us some plugs about where we can find you and such.
3: Yeah, sure. So you can find me at the uh, Plotaholics podcast, um, Plotaholics.com, where you have myself and my other half, Shane Wilson, two authors that love doing film reviews. We just finished our... Crap, which movie did we do? We just did The Bubble, Um, the new Judd Apatow comedy (laughs) (laughs) on Netflix. Um, We do our films on a shot system, so... One shot, zero to one shot is almost a perfect movie. Five shots, you need to kill yourself just to get through the whole thing. (laughs) Um, You can definitely check us out at Plotaholics.com. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash the Plotaholics. I am also the host of the Tandemonium Sports Show, part of the Vendetta Sports Media Podcasting Network. You can check us out every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash Vendetta Sports Media, where we basically discuss what's going on in sports, and I give you, I give my opinions on what's going on in sports. Um, That's really about it. Um, You can find me at Brian Tan Author on the Tweet Machine, or at Tandemonium VSM, or at Plotaholics, all on the Twitter.
1: Beautiful. Nice. All right, E, what you got?
2: Well, everybody, um, it's great to have been here again. Thanks for letting me come back for yet another disputed podcast. You guys are amazing. Uh amazing even. And um Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> you good. guys can um, check me out uh, as always on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Um hit me up on Twitter at um mc underscore Uh I'm on YouTube as well. That's at the same um, thing, MC Also, uh you can catch me on um on the tv fg uh, tv fgc you know on tv fgc news i host that we also do a podcast called input output on fridays and um where we talk about general fighting game topics about you know um you know which character is the best which character is the worst you know how uh what games would you have at a, a tournament and stuff like that uh i mean um yeah that's pretty much it man like I, like once again i'm glad to be here again this was this was really fun yeah um one of the things I, if I can go on, like one of the things I really enjoy about the Disputed podcast is, is like you know, uh, my um knowledge of like you know Cato was very surface level before you know you uh, suggested like you know doing the Cato versus a uh, Walker Texas Ranger, and you know like it's one of those things where like you say, okay, I'm gonna go look up Cato and look up the Green Hornet, and then you become so embroiled. And what you're uh, what you're researching, it's like wow. Now I'm a fan,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, same here. Actually, I want to start reading the comics. Yeah, it's it's great stuff, right? It. Like, I mean, it's, it's it amazing. really is. It really is. Um, like I didn't even know at one point that Kato had a daughter, who and um and was she was just like this even more of a badass than he was. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. No, all, all all things considered, because. I'm more of a, I was more of a fan of Cato than I ever was of a uh, Walker, obviously. But the, in the best part about that, that green Hornet movie that we got 12 years ago mm-hmm. is they, I love how they expanded upon Cato and they actually made it where he was even more important to Brit. like, he built everything. All Brit did was just, hey, here's the, here's here's the, here's the checkbook. It's yeah, open. He kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here so, is a check. Just put a number on it.
1: So you're <laughs> you're saying his daughter was basically Talia Al Ghul? Um, oh.
3: if Talia, Talia Al Ghul wishes she was that, yeah, man. like on
2: steroids,
1: like yeah, on if steroids. Talia Al Ghul wasn't
2: a
0: rapist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my. there's
3: no sexual assault in in um um in Mulan Kato's um <laughs> there, there, there's none of that with her. Ooh. Well no, they they one of the things they said is that she doesn't talk. She can yeah. talk, she but just she doesn't. Not,
2: yeah, she doesn't.
3: She mm. lets everyone around her do all the talking, and when she does talk, everybody shuts up and listens.
2: Yeah. And her great.
3: and her relationship with Britt Jr. is literally teammates. Like they are teammates. And he defaults to her a lot.
1: Right on. Very cool.
0: Uh, So, Damon, next episode. Oh, man. Uh, Our next scheduled bout.
3: (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. COVID's a month. Yeah. (coughs) Oh,
0: Uh, man. Our next scheduled bout is going to be a doozy because we have Luke Hobbs from the Fast and Furious franchise versus robert or slash roberta mccall aka the equalizer that oh. is going to be
3: a tuesday
0: wow. <laughs> hell yeah,
1: yeah. god I, I,
3: character versus god character
1: oh man they are yeah they are this is gonna be great uh now now hobbs doesn't have as much uh screen time as much history as much history as but does uh so it's gonna be interesting i mean because yeah but I mean, he's the
3: calvary yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah i mean if you think about you know how long equalizer's been around and you know i mean and denzel i think i love denzel's you know his he walks in little clicks his watch and <laughs> see how long it takes him to kick a whole room's ass i mean it's, it's gonna be brilliant so it's gonna i'm really looking it. forward to it so all right um Let's see. Uh, let me give us a uh, little, some little shout outs here. So, uh, if you want to find us, you can go to disputed, but bo- <clears throat> disputed slash links. Uh, and you can find all of our stuff there. Uh, if you want any of our merch p- pod disputed slash merch. And if you want to find out any of our other shows on the network, podskear.com and that will give you links to all the, the podcasts, including this one on the network. So, um, you got anything else, uh, DeMond, before we, before we pack up?
0: I do not, uh, but we will see you in two weeks.
1: <laughs> yes, in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Yes. Two f- weeks. In a fortnight. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Well, uh, in that case, I'm going to go ahead and we'll sign off. Uh, fellas, hang out for a sec, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. So,
0: I'm DeMond. I'm Dean. And remember, everything everything is disputed. disputed.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the episode and that you will go vote for your winner. We give a huge, huge thanks to our guests and their advocacy for their characters. And finally, we'd like to thank the artists who created the music that helps make our show so great. We've got Hard Fight by Tajirigis, Fight Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake, and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. You can find all of them on freemusicarchive.org. Thanks.